0: Hi, my name is Father Mike Schmitz and this is Ascension Presents. So I was reading the Bible recently and there's the book of Daniel. People of Israel were taken into um, exile in Babylon. So what happened is, you know, the kingdom of Israel, the united 12 tribes, um, become the northern tribe of Israel and then the southern tribe of, of Judah, or the kingdom of Judah, which is made up of two tribes, um, Judah and Benjamin. Anyways, at one point the northern tribes, northern kingdom, Israel, is, is dispersed. It's, it's uh, destroyed, essentially, but the southern kingdom of Judah, the Babylonians come in and they basically exile a majority of the population. They bring them up to Babylon and that's where you have, you know, Daniel in the lion's den. That's when you have the story of the the three young men, um, Hananiah, Azariah, Mishael. So at one point, if you know the story, um, King Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, he has an image of himself and the, the three young men, they don't bow down before it, and so they're thrown into the fiery furnace. Now, just pause. Imagine being in their situation. Imagine saying, okay, so I'm I'm part of the kingdom of Israel. I'm part of God's chosen people, which is true. The Jews are God's chosen people. But (laughs) there's a lot of pain and there's a lot of disappointment. And wait a second, God, if if you were your chosen people, why are we in exile right now? I'm faithful to you. I'm not going to bow down before a statue of Nebuchadnezzar. I'm going to be faithful to you and now they're going to kill us. Thanks a lot, God. And I I point this out because I think that a lot of times we can feel exactly the the, the same way. a lot of people i talk to, and I know in my heart too, there can be this sense of like, okay God, so you've, you've brought me into the Covenant, right? You've, you've made me a Catholic Christian, and and so you've, you've called me, you've called me to live a, whole, a certain kind of life, you, you've, you've given me this dignity, but I experienced great tension, I experienced great pain, and just like, it, I thought that serving you would be, I would get more back from this kind of a thing. We can be tempted to think in the midst of this, God owes us something, and yet, Here's Hananiah, Azariah, Mishael, in the fiery furnace. At one point it says that um, Azariah gets up and he prays and what he, his prayer is just, it remar- it's remarkable. It shows the kind of heart that I think you and I are made to have. And he says, um, we're reduced, to Lord, beyond any other nation. We are brought low everywhere in the world this day because of our sins. God, you called us for greatness, but we haven't had this. And he says, we have in our day no prince, no prophet, nor leader. We have no holocaust. We have no sacrifice, no oblation the incense. We have no place to offer first fruits to you. Basically, Azariah's like, main issue, in the middle of a fiery furnace, when he's they're trying to kill him, the king is trying to kill him, is, God, in our day, we don't have a priest to offer worship to you. God, in our day, we don't have a place. We don't have the temple right now. And so we can't bring our first fruits before you. His main concern is, God, I wish I could worship you better. <laughs> how, is that, how is that even possible? He says, So with contrite heart and humble spirit, let us be received, as though it were holocaust of rams or bullocks or, or thousands of fat lambs. Let us be received. Azariah's chief concern in the midst of a fiery furnace in exile um, in, in, in a, under oppression, as, as a uh, dispersed, displaced person, <laughs> what they're trying to kill him is, God, I don't have anything to offer you. So at least, at least, let my sacrifice be a contrite spirit. At least, the very least, accept my heart. Now, here is the key. The key in all of this is, at that moment in his life, maybe the worst moment in Ezra's life, he did not look at God and say, God, You owe me. God, you owe me. You know, I think one of the harder truths for us to acknowledge, maybe it's hard for you, maybe it's not, is that God does not owe you anything. God doesn't owe me anything. That no matter what I go through, no matter what I experience, and it could be really serious, it could be really significant, it can be incredibly severe, that God will never owe me anything. He will never be in my debt. Okay, so saying that God doesn't owe me anything, what, is, what should I do? Should I just kind of, you know, shuffle off in, into the corner and just with m- m- my head hanging low? Absolutely not. In fact, it's the opposite. Instead of that causing us sadness, it should cause us incredible joy and in thanksgiving. Why? Because look at your life. Many of you who are watching this, you have eyes because you're watching it or you have ears and you're listening to it. When was the last time you actually got up in the morning, opened your eyes, looked around and said, God, thank you. When was the last time you were ecstatically grateful that you could see? You were ecstatically grateful, ecstatically thankful that you could hear. Many of you can walk. This morning, when you got up out of bed, stood up on your own two feet, realizing, wait, wait a second, I didn't, God didn't owe me eyes. He didn't owe me ears. He didn't owe me legs. Even if your legs don't work like you wish they would. I didn't do anything to deserve this life in the sense of the goodness of being alive. So often, we focus on what we do not have. So often we focus on the fact that, oh yeah, I have ears but I don't hear as well as I used to. Sure, I have eyes but I have contact lenses or I have glasses to wear. Yep, sure I have legs but they, they do not work like they ought to. Fine, okay God, you owe me. No, I didn't do anything to deserve my hands, my arms, my eyes. I didn't do anything to deserve gift of life and if we were to try to count up all of the gifts in our own lives in your own life that you have that you did nothing to deserve they would vastly outweigh what we don't have this big truth that God does not owe you anything is the truth that Azariah knew here in the fiery furnace and we can look at all the things we don't have. We can look at all the, all the pains in our life, and they're probably real. My invitation, though, if you want to live a life of joy, is to look at all the things, all the good things in your life that you did nothing to deserve, and to be ecstatically grateful, intentionally grateful for all the things, all the good things in your life that God didn't owe you, but he gave you anyways. For all of us here at Essential Presents, my name is Father Mike. God bless.